When you're speaking the truth, people know it. They can hear it. Hi, everybody. Welcome to The Virtue Signal. I'm Bill Whittle with my friend and associate, uh, Mr. Alfonso Rachel, coming to you live from an undisclosed location. Uh, and um, as we record this, it's one day into the uh, indictment of uh, former president of the United States. Uh, one of the things that I heard when I heard about the story was that this had never happened before. So a, a former president of the United States has never been um, a, a charged with any crime after leaving office. So it's another first for, for the left-wingers, you know? Wow, we, he's the only guy who's ever had uh, impeachment trials proceed twice. Look, he's double evil. And now we're going to try and criminalize him for something that happened several decades ago that essentially was between two people, and they're going to try and make it into a felony and all the rest of it. It, it Needless to say, it... It shows how terrified they are of, of, of this, right? That that that's pretty obvious. But the the pettiness of it, and it's not even the pettiness. I mean, pettiness and and and, and stuff and personal vindictiveness, all that stuff in business world. Okay, fine. But these people on the left, they do not care about any sense of what made America a unique republic in terms of the fundamental civility that's required to, to run this country. That doesn't mean there hasn't been enormous uh, uh, conflicts. There's been a civil war in the past, in fact, and, and they keep this up. They're, they're heading for a second one. But but this, this, I think, is going to backfire on them in the biggest possible way. And my, and my ear to the ground is, is saying people are mad as hornets about this, but, but my other concerns, though, is they were mad as hornets about the Mar-a-Lago raid. They're mad as hornets about a bunch of other things, too, and then come out and vote in 2022. So makes you wonder, you know, what's it going to take? Because I thought, and I still think, that Ron DeSantis would make a better president than Donald Trump. But I don't care about that anymore. I don't care about that anymore. Uh, if Donald Trump is in prison, I will elect him in prison. And the first thing he can do is pardon himself. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a nice little uh, uh, caveat there, huh? Is, but uh, the question is, is when uh when when are we gonna get this? I mean, I don't know when when they're when they're hauling us off to camps in trains, you know? I mean, it, it, incrementally, man. I mean, inch by no, inch. No, incrementally, you're right. And 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 of all the things Trump's is that Trump has said, I think the most profound one is, um, they're not coming after me. This is Trump speaking. They're coming after you. I'm just in their way. Mm. And and uh, I don't even really see how he's much of being in the way. I really don't. Uh, it, what he's done is actually, as far as I'm concerned, hey, I voted for him both times. Mm -hmm. But he's 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 done a lot of screw ups, man. I'm I'm, I'm telling you. And uh, I mean, here it is. This is this is supposed to be you know the commander in chief, the one who's supposed to mobilize the forces to protect us from enemies, both foreign and domestic. And Trump has no clue who the domestic enemy is. He doesn't know. With all the tough talk against China and Russia and Korea and stuff like that, whatever, man. The greatest threat to America is the domestic enemy. The, I, I, the, the Democrats are more dangerous to America than China but is. They're and, the only thing that is existentially yes. dangerous to America. Yeah, and, I agree completely. And, and he doesn't understand that. And no, he didn't. No, he, he I, 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 don't, I, I still don't think he gets it, Bill. I really don't think he gets it, ma'am. We got it. We are, are, he's still president. Okay, the Biden is, is, a, fa is, a, is a farce. 
He's still president. And our president is sitting waiting to be arrested in, in the face of all the crimes that the Democrats have done. Man, they ain't worried about nothing. What, that's, what, yeah, that's what how do you hard think we are, done? Bill. That's how hard we are. We're so hard that our president is waiting to be arrested and they're getting away with all the crap that they're getting away with. Yeah, and we're the tough guys with the guns and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's even more heartbreaking when you put it that way. Um, the uh, what was so? So let's kind of reverse the issue. What what do you think he should do? Should have done, or what we should do, or should have done? <laughs> meaning his supporters. Man, it's it's easier to talk about what we should have done. I mm -hmm. did, and 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 now I ain't saying that as some Monday morning quarterbacking, and I'm not saying that as some 2020 hindsight. Man, I've been saying it. It's like this is what. In the, in, in the should have done time, I've been saying, hey, man, this is what we need to be considering doing like right now. This is what we need to do instead of letting the Democrats lead us around and hurting us into their traps. Mm -hmm. This is what we need to be doing. I mean, if in my humble opinion, if I mm -hmm. may put it out there like that. But, you know, like I said, that's gone ignored as far as what what we need to do right now is once again, not let these Democrats gaslight us. And, and, and let us respond to our pride, because that's what people are responding with, and it's destroying us. Uh, not let us disp uh, uh, be led around by our anger, letting our anger be stoked, and yep. having these knee-jerk reactions and stuff like that. It's it was, a provocation, no question. What yes. they want is they want some violence because they want another January 6th because that one didn't stick to anything. Yeah. Right? There's no question they're just poking us with the stick and keep poking us until we do something violent. Then they're going to cry to mom and say, hey, look, he hit me. Exactly. That's exactly what's 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 going to happen, man. It's that's just the way it is. And and we need and it, it's like one of those things where you damned if you do and you damned if you don't. But one of those things are going to have more redeeming value, you know, and and yeah, they do. It's I guess. Uh, who is it? Uh, Chris Rock is saying, man, if you if you guys go and you arrest Trump, it's going to make him more, you know, more powerful than you can ever imagine and all that sort of stuff. Um, I mean, I don't know about that. I don't know. Is, is it possible? Sure. It's but. Is is that is man is is that what it took, Bill? I mean, is that what it really took? No, that's takes a great point. Look, man. Look, that look, is a great point. Look, look at what this cost, man. Look at what this cost. So Trump could get his perp walk. Look what it cost the country. Look at what it's cost him. Look at all this in life, in life, and in money, and in jobs, and all that sort of stuff. Just so Trump could get his perp walk. Is that the strategy that 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 Republicans have to rely on to beat the left? Man, that sucks. Yes. I think I think what happened in 2016, because Trump was running against Washington in 2016, and I think that Trump looked at the problems with Washington the way an executive would look at the problems with a with a particular hotel, right? I've got an empire of all these different properties, and this one's not performing, and it's obviously not doing well. So I'm going to go in. I'm going to fire a few people. I'm going to find out who's who's doing a good job. I'll promote them. I'll fire the people that are screwing up, let it run for a while, see if it's better. I think he took a kind of an executive look at it and thought of it more as kind of a personnel problem. Mm. Um, I think that once it began clear to him that 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 this uh, Russia uh, collusion thing started before he was even sworn in, I think he, he probably realized this is deeper than that. But I, I also think that, yes, right up until his final days in office, he didn't get what he was up against. I mean, you make Dr. Fauci, you know, in charge of the uh, COVID response and, and you know, Bill Burr as attorney general, all of this stuff. So, yeah, there's a lot there's a lot of stuff that that the president should have been aware of. I don't believe he's, he would 
treat things that way again if um, if he gets reelected. I think he would begin to realize that this is not this is not a, a an administrative problem. It's not a personnel problem. It's not a policies problem. It is an intentional sabotage. It is it is active and intentional sabotage. It's ongoing sabotage. We used a lot of words with this treason and this and that. I think the best word for what they're doing is sabotage. They are they are destroying something secretly from inside. Right? It's not, it's not the Chinese are not bombing this country into into uh, smithereens. We're the, the Americans are doing it. Mm-hmm. Well, when I say Americans, I mean, you know, country of birth, right? <laughs> and and I, I've often thought, looking back on it, that, that in 2016, I think Trump went into office thinking, okay, you know, the government's got a couple of, you know, funny, irregular looking patches here. This one's probably maybe a basal cell, kind of a precancerous thing. We'll cut that off and we'll nitrogen this. And if we have something that's a little bit deeper, we'll we'll do a Mohs procedure and we'll stitch it up and, you know, basically take care of these more or less cosmetic uh, problems. But I think the thing is, he goes into the doctor for this little, you know, minor skin cancer removal thing. And the doctor tells him, you've got stage four cancers metastasized throughout the entire body and you are in, you are in fatal danger now. Um, and so uh, I, I think that if he's reelected, he would he wouldn't do his second term the way he did his first term. I should say his third term, but we all know what we're talking about there. <laughs> Man, and see, I don't even I don't even like I don't even like the language of of uh, of, of being reelected. What does he need to be reelected for? And I, I, one of, one of the ways is going to be complicated. It's either proved that that Biden. Is is a fake, and the White House was stolen, or you know the complication of going through a re-election process, and then those who are going to challenge him for it, you know, on on the Repub- in the primaries. But you know, I mean, I'm sorry, man. I don't I don't share the confidence that Trump has learned anything. I don't think he learned anything. I really don't. Like, say for instance, you know, we just had this uh, we just had this shooting, man. It's tragedy, right? And so Trump's response to this is that we need to arm the teachers. And, and once again, I'm like, man, you hadn't learned anything. You don't know who the domestic enemy is. Where do you think you, you want to arm the teachers? Most of these teachers are opposed. Most to, of these to, teachers are the most are the most progressive people in the country. Where do, yeah. What do you think these? these this no, that's a great point. Yeah, that's these, a great point. This, where do you think this generation is learning this lunacy from? You know, being confused about their sexuality and and and, and pride and being flags in every to, classroom. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And trans flags. Yeah, that we're going to arm those people to protect yes. them. Yeah, that, exactly. no, that's a great point, man. Right? Why? It's like, why would you do that? You know, it, it's like this. I thought the government. We we understood the government is a problem. The school. I mean, even though this was a private Christian school, most of the time this stuff happens in public schools, government or taxpayer funded schools. You know, we we say that government is the problem and not the answer, but we send our kids to the flipping problem. You know, why would we do that? And or, or you know, it's, it's this idea of somehow is whether it's sending the kids to these schools where they're going to have armed teachers or whether they send them to the military. That's another thing that drives me nuts. We need to send these kids into the military. Oh, we'll great. Go, That's we'll, all we need in the military. Right. It's oh, oh, so you want to show them how to be a real man? Oh, let me get this straight. So you need the government to teach your kid how to be a real man when that was your job. You know, it's like these ideas, these knee jerk that we have that, that somehow makes us real patriots and conservatives and stuff like this stuff drives me nuts. And it's like if, if people are asking, what do we need to do? Hey, we need to stop thinking crap like that. No, no, dude, you're right on it. You're right on the main vein now, because when you hear somebody say something like arm the teachers, there's a kind of a like a cultural lag. You know what I mean by that is when you hear somebody like me or Trump or, or anybody saying we should arm the teachers. When we say that, 
we assume that the teachers today are the teachers that we had because you could have armed the teachers that we had, ah. right? <laughs> they, they were, they were, they didn't have a political agenda. They were, they were capable, full-grown adults. And now, when you look at, especially when you look at these TikTok videos, the most, the most radical woke people in the country are teachers by a wide margin. That's that's the only job they can get. No one else is going to hire these mm. these green-haired, nose-ring, <laughs> tattooed lunatics, right? No business is going to hire them. They all go into school. And by the way, it's not accidental. It's all part of the plan, right? If you can take over journalism, you can affect public opinion. Then if you take over the Justice Department, you can make sure that it doesn't matter how much evidence you gather. You could have a ton of evidence if the prosecutor declines to prosecute the case and get away with murder, literally murder. And I use literally in the literal sense of murder, not like the way these idiots do. It's a literal genocide. No, a man was, was murdered in front of the eyes of the entire world. Nobody did anything. No investigation, nothing. Right. And now the next step is to make sure that the most indoctrinated of the first generation is now teaching the next generation from birth. And and sometimes just the, I, I just when I'm driving, I just listen to YouTube videos. I just put them on and 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 drive in and out of work. It's a short commute. Um, but this is endemic this is this is it there was a kid there was a it was a film clip a guy uh, called um uh, a pj i think or J jameson's travels and and odin's man he's a he's a retired marine and he looks at these tiktok things and he on this particular show he had he had a you know clips from something that's that the left put out, and it's five or six year old kids sitting on a stool opposite a drag queen with a bouffant hair hair like this, right? And the and the and the drag queen is saying, "So how do you feel?" And the kids are going, "Um, I, you know, I'm 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 a little nervous, but but how do you feel about being with a drag queen? Does it does it upset you?" Uh, no, I'm just you know a little nervous, a little worried. It's like. What the hell are you doing putting this kid in the, in the same stool for this thing, right? The libertarian leanings that I have, and I, and I have libertarian leanings, although virtually all of those leanings come up against the wall of reality in terms of, yeah, it'd be nice, but, but this. I'm inclined to want to leave people alone. And, and frankly, if you want to have a drag show in, in, your, in your drag club, that, that's your business, you know, just, just put a sign that says, you know, Sodom, Gomorrah, this exit. Uh, but mm. we we sit there and, and we keep tolerating all of this stuff. And and there, I used to think that this thing was designed to, that the primary purpose was to re-engineer, socially engineer people. But I realize now that the reason the full court press is going on is because they are trying to drive us insane. And it's working, by the way. Um, it's working. Uh, my uh, right angle for this week is about the fact that when we put the Apollo, when Daily Wire put the Apollo 11 thing up online, uh, the first set of comments were just off the hook. Just, uh, I can't believe it. They were uh, unbelievably flattering. Then the moon landing conspiracy people showed up. And almost all of those people were saying, I can't believe that you would be such an idiot as to believe something that the government said happened. Right? Mm. That sounds like conservative to me. Right. You don't hear liberals talking about the government that way. Yeah. And so we're at the point now where we've been kicked and, and, and pushed and poked and, 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 and kicked again and spat on and all the rest of it, that we've gone from we're feral now. 
And anybody who makes any, as I, as I mentioned on the show before, you know, on the, on the right angle, we're at the point now where if Joe Biden steps out into the rain and says it's raining, we say, no, it isn't. <laughs> right. And that's, that's insanity. And, and I understand the emotional driver of it because I'm as susceptible to it as anybody else. I hope, you know, I hope the water levels just keep rising on you, Joe. But, but it is driving us nuts. It's giving us nothing but despair and anger and, and, and these constant provocations designed to get one person, you know, to go too far. And then they'll make a circus out of that. But ultimately, 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 what it comes down to is when people say, well, there's no point in voting anymore because uh, elections are crooked. We both know that, that, that a number of elections and a number of precincts, I should say anyway, are just notoriously crooked. But we're doing to politics what we did with pop culture, and that is we're just walking away and we're leaving it to them. And we're going to act like, well, if we don't have any of our values in the pop culture, that won't matter. We'll just ignore them. Well, your kids won't. Yep. And if we do the same thing to politics, then, you know, there you go. Florida shows us that that it's possible to to establish not just not just a 30 point win for the individual governor. That's a candidate issue. But Florida is just completely red. Every district was red. Every just swept, swept everything. So it can be done. But it's designed to make us so insane with rage and and anger and bitterness that we check out. That's what they're that's what they're counting on. And it's working. It is indeed working, man. And, and you know, these once again, you know, just like you said, they've got they're they're dragging us into their insanity. I'm pretty sure, you know, being insane is, you know, if misery loves company, insanity loves company too. And that's mm -hmm. where they want us to be. Obviously, they want they want us to be crazy with them. And it's like they want to have these story times with your kids, you know, in terms of like the LGBTQ, they want to have story times with your kid, you know, to show, you know, this it's comfortable. See, they can be comfortable with us. They can be comfortable with us. They they're not com comfortable. Yeah, they know not. they're supposed to agree, but they're certainly not comfortable. Oh, they're not comfortable. But that's but see the the, the, the uh, but you got the uh, the LGBT trying to show that they're comfortable. It's like well how and, and they're going to keep pushing this comfort boundary. Keep pushing, and it's like <clears throat> how how comfortable do you want to? I mean, because we could even put in you know hey this is for adults only. But it, see, it's all about identity. It's all about identity. The thing is, and and if a kid can identify themselves. So if a boy can identify as a girl or whatever, then a little boy can identify as adult. See, they identify as an adult. They can come on up in here. I know it sounds absurd, but that's where they're going and with they, this. And if they can identify as adults and if they have the, uh, if the case is that they, you know, they're fully formed adults at eight, they're, they're able to perform irreversible um, uh, surgical procedures on themselves. And certainly they're old enough to vote, right? Yes, yes. That's where this absurdity goes. And, and all this stuff is rebellion. It's all rebellion. It's exactly what the Constitution says. The Constitution calls these people out by name, rebels. It describes exactly what the Democrats are doing. And, and, and we're, just, we're just putting up with it. I mean, people being turned around and, see, and not really seeing the forest through the trees. Let me put it like this. We got a whole bunch of Republicans that are being suckered into thinking that, that Lincoln was an evil tyrant. I've, 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 seen this, right? I've seen this among conservatives, and it makes me ill. It, it makes tell, – oh, tell me about it, man. And, and the thing is, you, have, have, you heard, have you heard any – I haven't. Have you heard any Republican voters or conservatives hold Biden in contempt of suspending habeas corpus to the detainees? No, they see Lincoln as the guilty party. They'll go to they'll they'll go to, to thinking that Lincoln violated habeas uh, uh, habeas corpus before they see Biden is doing. I ain't seen not one person 
But Lincoln is the guilty party of doing that. And Lincoln was it. Who, who Lincoln suspended habeas corpus on is exactly who qualifies it as per the Constitution, if you look at it. Because yep. these people espouse themselves. We are rebels. We are rebels against the U.S. Constitution. Oh, you are, huh? Well, no habeas corpus for you. These people who are being detained did not do that. They exercise their right to be able to say, hey, man, this is this is a, 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 a takeover. This is not this is not constitutional. This is not right. And they made their voices known and got led into a trap and are held with, with habeas corpus suspended. Democrats are doing that. Yep. But where do, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah, we're not doing too much. And and, and by the way, when you're mentioning the number of, uh, of conservatives, or at least kind of new generation YouTuber conservatives, uh, Constantly saying, "Oh, Lincoln was the ultimate tyrant and stuff." Listen and to that it, razor fist guy, right? That's that, yeah. I, I'm going to have to respond to that video actually. Yeah. Um, but it's the same. That is the exact same emotional dynamic that's driving conservatives to say the moon landing didn't happen. Mm. It's a it's a form of saying any. Really, what it is is they're saying any accepted wisdom is a lie, right? Automatically, because. Because they've seen so, they've been poked so many times about this, you know, the government lied about this, government lied about that, government lied about this. So everything's a lie, right? Lincoln was a great emancipator. No, 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 no. That's just for, that's for the sheeple. That's for the simps, right? Now, I'm, I've got the inside story. See, I've got a letter here that Lincoln wrote to another guy that says that he started the Civil War because of tariffs, right? That, that, that's what Razor Fist did, things like that. that. Just this absurd stuff, but people believe it. And, and I'm interested in what is the emotional motive for for conservatives to be going this insane, I know it's happening. I just want to know what the driver is, and a, a lot of it is pride, and and rebellion. You know, it's like, it's like, it's almost like they're rebelling against our own history. Conservatives, yeah. right? These are Lincoln was a great, great, great man. The moon landing actually happened. When I see conservatives denying both of these things because, well, they were both the government, and they're both tyrannical. You know, you know, Lincoln's. You know, it was, it was the the war of northern aggression is why we've got this federal problem in the first place. Blah 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 blah. Right? It's it's like a it's almost like an in fact it's not almost like it is an allergic reaction. It is the body's immune system attacking itself. That's what's happening. Yeah. And and. And I, I'm utterly convinced that this is the primary objective of all of it, that, that things like, you know, you know, making a whole new class of victims or, or, or winning elections or what, I, I think it's actually sub subsidiary to the desire to make sure that we're all crazy at each other's throats. And I mean, when I say at each other's throats, I mean at each other's conservative throats mm -hmm. and, and just plain checking out. And that's why we do shows like this, to, to try to just ring that little silver, I call it, used to call it blowing the silver trumpet, you know? When you're speaking the truth, people know it, they can hear it. And it's sometimes not popular to say things like that. Some of the things you said about Donald Trump at the beginning of this episode, some people are going to find that annoying, but it's true. And, and we better we better start looking at the truth because, frankly, that's why I'm on this brand, right? The reason I, I, I call myself a conservative is because I believe it's it's the entire philosophy is predicated on the fact that there are some there are many unpleasant truths in life and we had better find a way to live with a world that has unpleasant truths in it rather than kill 10 or 20 or 100 million people trying to perfect this species that is imperfectible hmm. amen man can it that's 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 the deal right there all right
Well, that'll do it for this edition of The Virtue Signal. It's made possible by the members of BillWhittle.com who, um, who pay for this content and uh, make, make all of this stuff possible. And um, we're very grateful for them, especially because as long as we have uh, you viewers for bosses, we can say whatever we want to. And it's starting to disappear pretty hard among the right as well. So uh, thank you for your support. If you're a member, if you're not a member, uh, we could really use the help. We could use it now. So uh, you can go over to BillWhittle.com, become a member, make a one-time donation. We keep talking about this. Keep shaking the little tin cut, you know, and you, buddy, can you spare a dime? That kind of thing. Meanwhile, hundreds of millions, if not billions of dollars are spent every year destroying this country. And we'd better just decide whether we want to put up or shut up. So there's the... Uh, there's the challenge for those of you that are not members. We could use your help. We could use it right now. For Alfonso Rachel, I'm Bill Whittle. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time on The Virtue Signal.